Resonant Truth presents Natural Time, Mayan Astrology for a Modern Age. I'm Lisa Starr. I was raised in the faith of the Mayan sacred calendars. These ancient cycles have been resurrected for a modern audience and called Natural Time, in part because our year of uneven month lengths is, by comparison, really unnatural. I am not here to lead any kind of revolt against the Gregorian calendar, but I do want to bring the Mayan alternative to light and want you to know about Mayan astrology, where the passage of time and your birthday within it has deep mystical and magical significance according to indigenous spirituality. I am passionate, I am transparent, and I am emotionally available, if not volatile. And that's because I'm a blue overtone storm. You can find out what you are at Resonant Truth. Today on the Zolking Count is called Blue Crystal Storm, and it is the 12th day of the Yellow Star Wave Spell. And it is also the Spectral Moon Day 15. Wrong. 16. 16. It's Tuesday. And it's the 16th day of the spectral moon, which pushes us into the third week in the West, which is why I thought, Jesus, I better get some kind of information out there. There's a lot of stacked insanity happening, and I'd like to talk about it. I think importantly, if you're able to remember what you were doing on Monday, which is yesterday, that would be the white spectral mirror day. I wished I had been able to get everyone excited about it being a spectral day within the spectral moon with the emphasis on all of that spectral tone. And there's this dichotomy about the spectral tone, which we learn by living through it, that it is at first unsettling because again, if you think of the trajectory of a wave, everything is going in one direction up for 10 stages. And when we're doing the 13 moon year, that's a long time. It's 280 days of moving toward the sky. And then from day one of the spectral moon, the 11th moon of the year, we're heading down back to earth or I guess the watery bed of the ocean in a in a wave analogy and yeah we're moving I guess with gravity instead of against it so it happens really fast climbing up has all of that resistance that we overcome through strength and the support of I guess divine influence and so we are in a rarefied place where we don't usually get to go because uh, forces of growth and evolution and fortitude have gotten us somewhere high up in the altitude or closer to divinity, God, heaven, the afterlife, you know, that concept of what isn't earthly but is uh, otherworldly. And then we come back to earth. So in a way, it's like a homecoming, but it's jarring and different. So the first bit of the spectral moon in our 13 moon year is jarring and disorienting maximally. 
it can feel like uh, motion sickness. And then I think we get our sea legs for it. I don't know if that's the right analogy, but let me talk about it maybe this way. I think that there are aspects of following the Mayan codes and cycles that are equal to hallucinogenic highs. And that's absolutely my experience because I don't, I don't use any other hallucinogens. So when things get trippy uh, and ecstatic, but also the other thing that happens with hallucinogens or any so-called recreational, I guess we're calling them drugs, uh, you know, you can have like shitty feelings, dizziness, and um, that you're in the wrong place at the right, wrong time, and that biochemically something's off. You know, the brew, the potion, the tincture isn't serving us toward elation, but brings us to some dark place. So I think that that happens here. And that being in the spectral tone, really diving into it in the year cycle, or think of this when it's a spectral year, you know, in our 13 year cycle, I think that that's kind of like the bad high version at times of this pretty interesting um, space that we enter when we are mystical in the Mayan way. So then it passes, right? Because everything that is difficult and challenging in my belief system, which is probably based on doing this path and maybe I'm suited for this path because inherently I have this belief system is just that if you sit with things and endure them long enough, they change that there is fortitude and action in enduring, like avoiding. I don't know if things change that way. So to endure something to me has this whole description of being present with it rather than trying to like push it away. So I think we do a lot of being present with what is and use the descriptions of the tones and tribes to help us be present with what is. And we don't get to avoid uh, uncomfortable situations, feelings, karma, but we have tools for noticing that they do evolve, that there is actually a rhythmic evolution to a lot of our life. Um, so in the spectral moon, personally, you know, my health is falling apart. <laughs> and it's unsurprising. I'm just so road weary and ragged and overtaxed and old. You know, I'm not too old. I'm not about to fall off the planet. But I'm kind of old for uh, running the game uh, that has been part of the story of my life of kind of being so in the spirit realm that my body isn't really uh, attended to. So that's painful and confrontational and it is the un undoing of me. You know, like if we think of the spectral tone as a collapse, because it is, the wave collapses, then 
it's a falling apart that we can feel very, um, you know, potently in our lives. But it's also this is where I started this long diatribe. The spectral moon also is about release and liberation and freedom from tension and freedom from fortitude. You know, you don't have to be uh, working against the currents working against gravitational forces which are sort of almighty we can just be like going with the forces that are driving us back to earth you know like that there's glory and beauty in just capitulating and uh, free-falling just saying i give up i give up on attainment and you know acts of valor and you know trying to prevail and because the planetary tone has a lot of that sort of aspirational, you can do it, we are doing it. And so we get really right at the end, the accomplishment and the feats of perfectionism, or just perfecting what we've been working on for the whole previous part of the year or whatever wave cycle we're in. All of that is released, part of this release and liberation. And we're just like, it is what it is. You know, we are what we are. What is, and what is that? And I love that um, rebellious, radical sensibility of the spectral tone. The capitulation to falling apart is often how we fall into place. And place is the right uh, noun because we're falling into our place on earth in the spectral tone meaning we have been climbing toward an otherworldly space and now back to uh, the earthen place that we inhabit in our, you know, karma of our lifetime. So I don't know, I'm, I'm also healing vastly because I discovered, was told about this thing that you can buy that is a bed of amethyst crystals. <laughs> it's like a rollout mat woven with amethyst, that beautiful purple stone. So I have, and you can't really see it because it's all woven in, that there's amethyst all in this thing. And then it has heating coils that somehow pulse infrared heat, light through these crystals. So I have that and I finally uh, have, am doing something that seems to be allowing my body to, I don't know, heal. That's a simple word for it. So that feels very spectral to me. Spectral um, that the tension in my body is being liberated. I'm only on the podcast right now because I have so much more positive energy in my physical body which radiates out into my mental and emotional state so thank you amethysts uh, so in the spectral moon we're halfway but we're beginning this third week that can be I think revelatory and also turgid, you know, the transformation in the West is, 
uh, things speed up, they accelerate, and I guess they can intensify. Can things be more intense? So maybe the intensification in the spectral moon is liberation suddenly becomes a theme of a kind. And, you know, I'm thinking of it as pleasure, that we're we're tipping towards pleasure. Uh, again, I might be speaking entirely from my own ego, my own insulated experience, but, uh, you know, the war in Ukraine on top of everything else, and then for many people, maybe not as much myself, what happened with the Supreme Court is just like, it's agonizing. And when I say not so much myself, it's because I'm absolutely not surprised. And uh, I mean, I'm also kind of old, so it isn't as uh, on my mind as it it was when I was young, the rights of women to do what they want with their fertility. So I'm just saying, like you can feel how disgusting it is the direction that American governance is turning. And so it's it's like being uh, abused, physically abused, where you're just like, okay, another blow. But I mean, I am I impacted like the first blow or the 10th blow? This is so many blows into the, the Trump era of the reconditioning of American society that it's it's not clear, you know, that anything is infecting me anymore except nihilism and it's severe my nihilism is severe my doubt in the possibility of any kind of um clarification of the american psyche is i don't i don't believe in that right now strongly so it's so joyless to move through the world until something happens for each of us individually, which feels like joy again. So it's spring. Spring is sprung. I notice that people are wanting to date again. That can bring a lot of joy, just falling in love with someone and clinging to them and feeling sensuality. Um, that can be like this island of harmony in the midst of something that is so vastly destructive to hope. And so each one of us might be finding that little emblem of internal salvation. Um, Not that it can really stand against this tide of um, massive disharmony and, you know, the disgust we feel about it. But, uh, you know, the little thing. Um, So I I guess I was saying that in this third week in the West, some of the intensification could be towards liberation. That's how it feels to me. Like, okay, I'm, I'm noticing it because of the spectral day and the spectral moon. If I, if I revisit yesterday as augury, because that is a way to work with the calendar when you have days that kind of double down on a certain uh, tone or tribe, you can get a lot of information about the radiating, um, cycles around us like for example if you come to a yellow seed day which i haven't talked about this entire year but the yellow seed year that we're in when we come to yellow seed days we can we can take stock we can um get a sense have an oracle about the year that's kind of condensed in that day information about both the year's promise and how it's progressing for us individually so the spectral tone yesterday 
is a way to kind of take a pause and evaluate, well, like, what is the spectral moon bringing me? I think it, it can clarify the chaos. The spectral moon is inherently, um, and by intention or design or where it's situated in the wave cycle is chaotic. I'll just uh, give a quick illustration, which is, you know, I, I am single. I'm single in a new location where I don't know anybody really. And yet I am a deadhead. And so I do encounter people in in the show's settings. So I'm, I've met some men and it's that's how I know that dating is happening again because it seems like people are able to who are single are able to start reaching out directly and you know not hiding by the paralysis of what we've been through maybe pandemic wise and beyond and you know I'm sort of sifting out who could I handle knowing in the midst of still being in this construction mode and zone and who could possibly understand that so that I don't have to explain it over and over again why I can't, you know, meet up until this project is really uh, secured. And so I've like filtered through a few interesting people. And one, I absolutely had to like take out of my phone so that there wouldn't be further communication. I just felt it was best. No dangers, just like not, doesn't make sense. And you know what? I'll reveal here a blue electric monkey. Um, Blue monkey people are wonderful, fun, childlike. There's an innocence. There's a guilelessness. There's, you know, up for anything. It's a, a lot of pleasure seeking and playfulness and magic and that seems great and I was deeply in love with one some time ago like decade decades and uh, I kind of know the ride so I was interested and this person had the exact same astrology as Paul McCartney and it was soon after me watching the whole Beatles thing where I'm like what Paul McCartney is an amazing Beatle like I was so programmed in my upbringing to think John only John only but anyway, um, I didn't think it was a good match, as they say. So I just decided to, to to not participate, you know, just do my thing here. And I, I went to a show and ran into him. And I was confronted on the spectral day in the spectral moon with, you know, like, oh, no, um, let's call it God, God has another idea about this. Like maybe I didn't have a rush to judgment, but using my old insights or my exhausted capacity, both for judging and for taking any action socially in my life right now, I made the decision to do nothing, zero. Like I can't step up and participate. I'm too tired. And as I said, I'm unwell and I'm not done. And, uh, the setup from God was just like, well, you don't get to just shut this down. You have to pay attention to this some more. You know, you have to be open. Spectral is kind of about like opening your fist from trying to contain something or grasp something. Just, you know, all of your like nerve endings are just shocked awake and you can't uh, be in control. 
But in that free floating space, you know, of the fall, you're going to find in that chaotic, you know, just visualize it like, okay, we're all falling or it's post explosion. Everyone is just like adrift in the um, propelled by the power of something that just isn't any longer that, you know, you can't point to. So we're all swirling around in this vortex of, I don't want to call it destruction because it sounds negative, but just like deconstruction. And uh, you're going to find who you're supposed to not be with forever, but who you're supposed to be with right now because you were all in different locations, but the force of something that's being undone, again, a spinning wave breaking, um, is going to push you into contact and, and karmic communication with people that weren't on your path just a little bit ago. And situations, you know, I'm talking about a person, it's the right kind of way to portray what I'm describing, but it could be anything in this post-explosion moment so I kind of liked that again in terms of being high it made me laugh like the feeling high or disoriented in a kind of a positive flushed way I just had to laugh at myself who was like you know the big no and then you get overridden by the universe and again it wasn't a hundred percent yes I'm not going to be um yeah I just it's just not a no it's a question mark it's a question mark it's a curiosity and it's magic thank you blue monkey people bring a lot of magic and we must um, bow to them for that they are children so you can think of it as children bring us so much magic they also bring us so much responsibility because they don't take any children don't so I think blue monkey people have some of that so it's a balance like, oh, this fun. And okay, I'll, you know, pick up the toys. Um, and it's the yellow star wave spell. And it's the end of the Zolkin. Like in, a, in an ideal world, I would just hop back on the microphone in a couple of days to launch the new Zolkin with y'all. Like I so am spent that I but that I wish I could hold that celebratory space but we might have to just pack it all in right now um to me it's really meaningful actually that we're in the spectral moon of this year because I think the spectral spectral teaching is is epic and powerful and wonderful and if you can roll through spectral experiences as they arise meaning you understand what's happening and you're willing for it to happen because you have the knowledge of it, um, you will grow so much in in your capacity, I guess, again, to endure what is. So I do want that to be the emphasis right now if we have limited time. And I honestly, based on my fatigue levels, I'm kind of like, oh, great, a new Zolkin. You know, they just keep coming. And also, um, and I can expound more on this later, it is harder to start a Zolkin than to end it. But this has been qu quite, for me, like this last 260 days, is, it's been demanding. So um, 
maybe I'm not holding to that, like, oh, bring on a new Zolkin, uh, whatever that means. But in the newness is a new set, I keep using this word, of karma, like just, again, fate, you know, as if there was a to-do list that was given to us when we were um, created to have an earth and life of what we're going to work through. Um, we're going to find a new iteration of that with emphasis when we start the new Zolkin. Uh, very much like how people describe new years, new intentions, resolutions. Like we cannot do that in the Mayan code where we have ideas about what's to come. We instead pay attention to what is, again, being delivered to us as if it were kind of like, well, here's your next step and I wish you well with it. So we wait and we listen, we pay attention, but there will be something um, grand and initially overwhelming because it's new and alien and uh, it's like a knot that we have to undo. So that is uh, what I portend for very imminent change into the next Sulkin, which is the red dragon wave spell that will start on Thursday. And the red dragon wave spell is, is held by a larger, what it's called, the red dragon genesis. And again, it's a pivot. The first 130 days of the Zulkin are the red dragon genesis. And the second 130 days that start in the blue monkey wave spell at midway are the blue monkey genesis. And they just have really different tonal qualities. And I would say that my colloquial way of describing it is that you take in, you know, you're delivered a whole bunch of karmic information as an inhalation for the first 130 days. And then you, you exhale for the second 130 days. And the way that feels to me is uh, from outside of me, from the vast sphere of um, divine and psychic influence, I'm kind of being taught for 130 days. And then in the second 130, there's not more input. It's time for me to use everything I've taught to express myself and my experience out into my life. So there's the student time and then maybe not the teacher time but the time that the student can use what they've learned to tackle life so we have to be really receptive for 130 days and we're ending a time of being more uh expressive for the last 130 days Boy, I feel like that little lesson about Red Dragon Genesis, Blue Monkey Genesis can only be found here today at ResonantTruth.com. That is a real old um, Jose Arguelles era gem that I think, you know, falls away from popularized Mayan teachings. And I, I mean, I don't even know who those people are, but I enjoy it. And... Can you tell it's a blue storm day? I'm from a blue storm lady. Uh, this blue storm moment precedes the last day of the Zolkin, the last day of the yellow star wave spell. Quick reminder that I think yellow star is 
all about beautification and art and that's all lovely really you know we look at stars and i think we see beauty and we're comfortable with that they they do not present something confrontational or dangerous when we stargaze but war is confrontational and dangerous and there is a connection from this wave spell to the act of war um the kind of volatility and um i guess power and egotism burning bright inside that would allow anyone to make the decision go to war just think of putin and his decision-making process to go to war yes a lot of sociopathology there but also just like incredible power like who decides to do a hostile takeover of some other you know I don't know what to say. I mean, it's all perceptive with him. It was his to take, but like to do that, to be that person, um, to be aggressive. I mean, it takes a lot of power, force. And for the Maya, there's some connection between the stars. Like they can imbue us with that kind of power. And I bring that up mostly just to see if maybe you have been warlike or struggled with that this last wave spell i'm 100 percent running out of time that's very spectral i kind of spent a lot of time on the spectral tone so guess what i am oh my god i'm promising and i'm going to deliver on bringing another podcast to help us step out of this um zulkin and the transit from yellow star into the new red dragon rebirth that the Zulkin changes bring. All I want to finish here is to remind you that yellow cosmic sun is a portal day. That's Wednesday. It is the last day of the Zulkin, and I wish that you would be appropriately ceremonial in your own life, which just means being to me a being awake. The only ceremony I'm asking for anyone is just being aware and awake and maybe in that grace. I am Lisa Starr. I am another yourself. And Mayan we say in Akash. <laughs>